This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright. Why are you mad? Why are you mad, brother? What's bothering you? Um, uh, I want to start this off um, talking about anger, right? So um, this this isn't just like, oh, I don't have an anger problem. Um, you know, I'm able to operate at a high level and do all these things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, no, this is, you, you absolutely have anger, but you're, you're masking it somewhere, right? You're trying to avoid it. Um, anger is not a bad thing. I know I've talked about this before and, uh, I want to go ahead and apologize. You have my divided attention as I am, uh, just working on putting together my little morning um, daily water mixture that uh, that my functional medicine practitioner for uh, has put together for me um, on his advice, just a way to help kind of boost daily mineral intake. And 18, 19, 20. Okay, I'm not going to do that again. Um, so I'm, I'm putting this concoction together just to try and, and increase uh, elemental compounds that are missing from the average diet, uh, improving, you know, specifically things like potassium, magnesium intake, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so that's what I'm in the process of doing right now as we speak. So my apologies, but uh, I got to get it done and I got places to be and I can't be wasting time. You know, so I'm multitasking. So to get back to the the topic of the podcast episode at hand, um, yeah, we're going to talk about anger and why you have it and why you're trying to act like you don't. Or maybe you're just so entrenched in it that, uh, you know, you're trying to find ways to justify your pain. Like you're trying to find ways to stay entrenched in it and, and, and use it to, to be your identity, right? Like, you know, I'm angry, I'm pissed off, you know, that helps me stay motivated, helps me stay like, dude, here's what it is. It helps you try to protect yourself because you're not strong enough to be able to protect yourself uh, naturally because you have no self-confidence, right? You, you have no self-confidence, um, you don't know who you are, right? You just know that you're pissed. You've got a lot of feelings pent up inside. Um, they're not all great. And so in order to avoid dealing with them, you just get pissed, right? Like you stay mad. That's how it is. So hopefully you guys have, have developed some more self-awareness of this, uh, and I'm, and I'm only speaking from experience, you know, like I've, I've dealt with anger before. 
Um, and it was only an issue when I refused to try and figure out what am I so angry about? And is it really anger? 99.9% .9 of the time, I was not angry. Um, it, was, it was tied very closely to fear. It was a fear-based response that I used um, or sadness, right? Like sadness. That's another one that like, oh man, I'm hard as shit. I don't need to be sad. Fuck them. I'm just gonna be pissed. I'm gonna get even. You know, I'll show them. Okay, like that that works when you're a teenager, maybe, right? Like you got all these hormones, you don't have to process them, you don't want to process them because you're too busy worried about what other people think. And somehow you make it into adulthood and you've yet to shed that layer. Um, you're, you're operating out of a place of ignorance. And I say that because we all have, um, operating from a place of ignorance, right? If I'm not aware that I've got some other things going on, then they don't exist. And that's, <laughs> that's toddler mentality. If I close my eyes, then they can't see me because I can't see them. How many of you are doing that with your problems? Right? Like, I'm just going to work harder. I'm just going to make more money. I'm just going to get more girls. I'm just going to get ripped. Right? I'm just going to get more, do more, be more. Meanwhile, you're not addressing the issue. Yes, you'll have to get more girls because you can't fucking keep one. <laughs> That's the truth. Right? And it's not their job to fix you. It's not their job to save you. It sure as shit is not my job to save you. Right? That's your responsibility. That goes back to like episode one. Right? It's nobody's, like, nobody else can validate you. That's your own responsibility. It's nobody else's job to fix you. It's not your therapist's job. Because here's the thing. Oh yeah, that tastes pretty good. Okay, um, so that's that's the thing. You keep, and this seems to be a common theme here, you keep trying to outsource what is your responsibility, right? Your own behaviors, your choices, your decisions or indecisions, you're trying to outsource to other people and because it's easier to blame them when you don't fucking follow through. So if some of you guys are uh, uh, real language, language police here, um, I'm sorry. I hope you deal with it because it's not offensive. And that's, a, that, that's let me just quit tangent here. Um, I, I know just because the, the amount of work that I do on myself and the amount of self-awareness that I like am compelled to seek daily just so that way things don't slip through the cracks and don't pop up and surprise me when it's too late um, is I'm not offensive, right? I'm not an offensive person. Sometimes I might say things that you find offensive, but it's not offensive in and of itself. Why do you find it offensive? Well, because it strikes a nerve. 
it's an area of insecurity for you. Prime example, and especially speaking of anger, I had a guy um, who I'm an acquaintance with. I don't consider him a friend. Uh, I don't care for this guy, right? Just in general, I wouldn't choose to spend time with him. I'll put it that way. I have no problems with him. I just wouldn't choose to spend any time with him. He's not my type of person, right? He's not my people. He's not somebody that's going to elevate me. So I don't want to, I don't waste time in people's presence, uh, physically or digitally that aren't going to help me strive to be better. So, you know, I've made some kind of joking comment. Uh, there's some, always some truth to these jokes. Um, and it was a tactic, right? Like social media, the tactic is to get and create engaging content. Um, it's not to, to be right, right? It's to try and maximize engagement on a post. So that way that post will now be put in front of more people and then hopefully they'll engage with it and then be put in front of even more people with the whole goal of it ultimately finding the people who think that I am somebody who might be able to share things that are of value to them and then they'll want to follow it more closely. And then after a long enough period of time, then they may or may not um, choose to take action on some of that content that is posted that they might find helpful to themselves or to somebody they know. So nonetheless, I, I put something out there about uh, what's, what's that documentary? Um, man, I, I didn't come prepared for this uh, improvisational episode of the podcast. Um, anyway, it, it's, it was that really popular, um, um, kind of more plant-based or vegan uh, documentary uh, about, uh, you know, athletic performance and things like that from, from people who aren't eating animal products. And, and one of the clips, just because it was, it was popping up in the little previews of Netflix episodes, uh, love documentaries. I'm always trying to find a new documentary to watch. Um, and so it popped up. I just didn't really have any interest in watching this one. Um, nothing against plant-based lifestyles or, you know, vegans or whatever. That's your, that's, that's what you believe to, to follow. Um, whether it be for ethical purposes, um, cause you don't think the animals were put here on this earth by God to nourish man. Um, you know, the, that, and, and, you know, participate and, fuel an ecosystem that has many levels of checks and balances. I digress. Um, or you might be doing it just for your health reasons. You know, I did it for a few years, uh, mainly out of curiosity for the health benefits. And uh, while I did notice some, uh, you know, overall, I was severely lacking in other areas. And in order to get a sufficient amount of protein to fuel my body for what it needs, I was having to go way into excess uh, calorie zone to try and, and make up for that from, from eating plants, right? And so then the, the game tried to be, all right, well, how many substitute meats can I find, you know, that aren't real meat, the fake meat, but can have a high protein content uh, because of what they process it with. But then on the downside, there's still just as many calories or more. There's a shit ton of sodium. There's a shit ton of chemicals that have to go into that uh, and then are oxidized 
creating free radical damage in my body. Like it's a whole thing. So um, didn't want to didn't want to keep going down that route, especially once I got really serious about weight training again and my physique and my health. Um, you know, a couple of years ago. So anyway, Arnold, you know, the Arnold, Donald's a bomb, get down, there's a bomb in the building, get the out. Um, that Arnold was, you know, talking about how, how much better his, his cholesterol was and, you know, his, his heart problems that he's, he's had, like, what was it? Um, Batman and Robin, the, the really awful George Clooney one with Arnold as Mr. Freeze, not freeze. Um, just amazing acting. Uh, Actually, I like Arnold a lot. Like, I, this is no disrespect to the guy, but I, I think that the point that he was making was more so probably, probably fueled by other interests, not out of sharing, you know, the the whole factual picture. And he was talking about, you know, just how going plant based with his diet and and vegetarian was significantly improving his health, right? And that you know all this animal protein was what was damaging his heart. But left out a big, big piece of that. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, family genetics, uh, immediate family history of uh, high cholesterol, heart disease, those types of things like make it much harder uh, to avoid. You know, it's like they say, genetics load the gun, but lifestyle pulls the trigger. Well, his lifestyle, uh, he omitted the fact that he was, um, you know, a, a, a chronic anabolic steroid user, probably, you know, supplementing with a shit ton of synthetic testosterone and um, failed to mention how that might also play a major role in um, his, his heart attack history and his need for open heart surgery and bypasses and stents and all that other stuff that he's had with his, his heart. Failed to mention all that. Right. Like it was just animal protein for the sake of the documentary. Right. So not to blame Arnold. I think editing um, goes a long way in a lot of that stuff. But uh, this dude popped off in the comment section. He was angry. Right. Like, why are you angry, bro? And and this is the type of person to and, and beware, beware of these these people, guys. Um, there are people who preach, you know, enlightenment and stoicism and. Um, you know, are what I like to call spiritual fuckboys, right? And this is not this guy, but I'm just, I'm categorizing people for sake of making a point. These spiritual fuckboys who are, are all about talking this stuff, right? The stuff that we talk about here, um, but they don't live it, right? They don't know how to apply it to their own lives. They're not a master of their own feelings and, uh, and of their own actions and emotions and things like that. So, uh, and, and, you know, probably the biggest issue that underlies all of them, they don't have God in their life, right? Like God is not something that they are actively pursuing in their lifestyle, right? Trying to be a more uh, connected uh, Christian to, to God, to Jesus, to other people. Um, they are not a light on a hill. Right, trying to shine to light up the darkness. Uh, instead, they're more often than not spreading darkness. So, this guy, a lot of a lot of anger came out of his his engagement because he wasn't engaging with um, the the message itself. Right, 
he was engaging with his perception of what he took away from what was being said. He was trying to infer something that I was implying, but was not implying, right? I was not bashing uh, steroid users or testosterone users um, because what they get so bent out of shape about, right, is that they feel like their work isn't being recognized, right? You got to work hard as shit to take all that shit and then make it look like it pays off. You got to work your ass off because you don't need the recovery time anymore. Your body's just constantly pump, pumping out these chemicals so it can do more, 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 recover faster, get stronger, right? It, it's not like they're just like injecting silicone into the muscles like some idiots do um, to try and appear bigger. They actually have to work. And so I think that they get so butthurt over this shit is because they feel like their work is being invalidated. Um, so, so yeah, and, and who knows, probably has, has to take testosterone supplementation, which in and of itself is not a reliable marker to follow. So like if you're low on testosterone, you don't just go prescribing uh, testosterone supplementation or injections because that might not be the issue. The issue is usually something that's up the chain, right? Like the precursors to testosterone production might also have to do with how they process and convert estrogen. So like there's many things that can be going on inside the bottom or the body. And it's important to be working with the right person uh, that can recognize uh, exactly where the, the bottleneck is and why your testosterone is low, right? So just taking more testosterone is not fixing uh, the issue. In fact, uh, bigger picture it can probably create more problems. So uh, I digress, but that's probably where this guy's at because he also made a comment too. He you know believes every guy should get his levels checked and, and put on testosterone if they need it because guys are just too low these days. I agree, guys are too low these days, but not because they don't have enough uh, testosterone, but because they're taking in things that aren't allowing them to produce enough testosterone. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, so anyway, got really defensive and just kept, well, no, you're saying it's because of testosterone. I was like, so it has nothing to do, right? Like in, in your opinion, it has nothing to do with anabolic steroid use and possible, you know, testosterone uh, abuse. Nope. Doubt it. Like, bro. It, it, like at that point, I realize, okay, this isn't going anywhere. Like, I'm not going to be able to shed any light for this guy to be able to see my side of things. Uh, so debate's over, right? Like, once, oh, but here's the thing. Here's where it started. Not only did he comment on the post, this is an ignorant statement, which I can respect that. But when you slide in the DMs and you go, ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. Like, call me names. All right, go ahead and call me names. Like, it bothers me, but uh, I'm not going to stoop to your level and start name-calling you because that is the sign of somebody that has no logical argument, right? You're going solely off emotion. You've got this anger that you don't want to face because you don't want to deal with it, so you go around being angry and popping off on people because you don't know what you're talking about, right? And I drop studies, right? Like, there's, there's studies that show that this shit is correlated with increased cardiovascular disease and cholesterol and hypertension, et cetera, et cetera, right? That's why you hear about all these bodybuilders that have shitty hearts, right? The, and we're talking the, the unnatural bodybuilders, 
the ones that claim they're natural, but they're not the unnatural bodybuilders. You know, like, well, you know, he took it as I'm saying testosterone is a bad thing, right? Testosterone is, is very much a needed thing, but like anything, okay. Moderation, right. And understanding where's the bottleneck, where's the hang up, right? Why is the body not producing a sufficient amount? Are you eating too much from plastics? Are you drinking too much from plastics? Are you not eating enough uh, chia and flax seeds and things like that on a daily basis? Just daily intake of that stuff. There's multiple reasons for it. So this is not prescriptive uh, advice in nature, but there are questions that need to be asked. It would be asked of somebody that actually knows what they're doing. Um, now, like I'm working with a guy, um, John Mitchell. He's a, he's a functional medicine practitioner, incredibly knowledgeable guy. Um, really impressed with his work. We've actually kind of collaborated a little bit to, uh, to try and help each other's clientele. So, um, Hey man, if you guys are ever looking for somebody reach out, but, um, yeah, he, he's, he's opened my eyes to a ton of things and I've overhauled my diet and my lifestyle. And I mean, I was mixing up water to drink <laughs> as I started off the episode, but the anger thing is because I think a lot of us are feeling the fear of being exposed, right? Am I being exposed for cheating? Am I being exposed for lying? Am I being exposed for not presenting my true self and trying to portray a false image? What am I, what am I afraid of getting caught at, so to speak? Right? Am I afraid of being rejected? Am I afraid of, uh, of not getting love. I think the strongest thing, and even the Bible talks about it, uh, I think the strongest thing and desire for all of us is that to be loved, right? And um, if you feel like all you do is keep getting rejected, then you're going to be angry if you don't understand how to deal with it and process it, right? Because ultimately, you should be at a point where, man, if everybody else wants to reject me, that's on them. Like, I'm actually being who, who God called me to be, right? So then you just need to change your circle. You don't need to change yourself, right? Dealing with that anger, but you're wanting to hold on to that anger, right? Somehow, some way, whether it be overtly or covertly, you want to hang on to that anger, right? Because you think it gives you that edge, right? Or because it helps you feel safe. Maybe it did for a while, dude. Maybe it made you feel safe for a while, but what's happened as you've, you've continued to cling on to it, you've pushed away all these good things, right? Great relationships, great job opportunities, great opportunities for growth in your, your business and your career, proper taking care of yourself, right? Properly taking care of yourself, um, sufficient balance of exercise and recovery and nutrition, right? You're not treating your body like a temple. You're treating it like a trash hole all the alcohol, all the drinking, it's all bullshit. You're trying to numb yourself and then you're trying to destroy yourself because you don't think you're worth anything, but you want to hang on to that anger, right? Because that makes you feel like you're worth something. So all I can say is, guys, figure out what you're so mad about. Figure out what emotion that really is. What's that, what's that thing? And where does it sit in your body, right? Where do you feel it? It's in your stomach, it's in your heart, it's in your throat. Where do you feel it, right? And work on dealing with it. 
work on dealing with it. Maybe that way, <laughs> the, the internet will be a much less volatile place, right? You won't have people popping off um, over shit they don't need to, right? You just take it as, hey, you know, like, that, that's, that's a point. Because, like, when I get on social media, it's, it's only for work purposes. Like, I don't get on there to scroll. I think when you get on there to scroll, that's where you find yourself going down a bad road. Because um, then that's just, it's a constant comparison game. And then the whole science and psychology, like, do you guys understand that it was designed to suck you in and rile up emotions? Like, you understand that, right? Psychologically designed. They did that on purpose. Like, there's people that work at these companies that talk about it. <laughs> right? I'm going to do it because I have a business and that that's how people will find me. But spending too much time on the wrong things just only helps you sit in your anger longer. Right? Don't hang on to it. It's not a part of you. It's not you. You can be far more healthy, productive, happy, fulfilled, and content when you start to let go of the anger. Now here, and I want to leave this last point here. You're not going to change shit until you're ready. I'm not, I'm not here to convince you. Your wife's not here to convince you. Your girlfriend's not here to convince you. Your business partners, your clients, like none of them exist to convince you that you might have some things that, that could be done better, right? That need to be improved. We all have them. None of it changes until you recognize it and truly want to change. And not just want, but like you feel compelled to change. Like you have no other choice. That doesn't mean you have to wait till you hit rock bottom. You don't have to hit rock bottom. But a lot of times, I think we have to get to a low point in order to feel that compulsion to change because this shit can't keep going on. Right? So just know that, right? Like, like stop beating yourself up because you can't stick with making these changes for yourself. Stop telling yourself that you're desperate and now you're going to do it. Like, ultimately, you have to feel like this is what I want for myself. And so in order to get it, I just got to do it. Like, no negotiating with myself to get out of it. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Hopefully, uh, I was able to stick somewhat close to the anger, <laughs> anger topic throughout. Um, but if, if, if that's not what you took away from it, hopefully you took away something else that was able to help you improve yourself in some facet or area of your life that you feel like, yeah, man, you know, like, I think I've got that. I think I got that hang up somewhere. I, just, I need to be more aware of that, right? I need to be more aware of it and, and do something. So anyway, that's all I got. I got to start seeing some patients, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, oh crap. I can follow some clients too, uh, about their workouts, but nonetheless, guys, that's it for this week. I uh, appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate all the support, the shares, the, uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, if, if you find this episode or uh, this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. Please share it on social media. I just asked tag me, right? Like just tag me. So I know, 
Like who's, who's finding value in this tag me in your stories or in your posts or whatever. Um, I just, you know, I like knowing that it's resonating with, with a lot of people. I like resonating knowing that it resonates with one. Right? That's the whole reason I started this. Will it resonate with me? All right, cool. Then I'm okay with it. If it resonates with another person, whoa, <laughs> that's cool. So guys, appreciate you all. Um, until next week, we'll see you later. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag Becoming a Better Man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families.